Uh, this is Nick. Uh, you're listening to the DU Football Show, Drunkard United. Of course, up the blades and fuck the owls. Just like the old days, Sam. Bringing back old friends, just like last year with Fulham. Just like this year with Roy Hodgson. <laughs> Speaking of owls. Yeah, you thought they would have gotten rid of him. Anytime but nope. we have to talk about Sheffield. I have to mention how much they missed the trick on not on Wednesday not hiring Roy Hodgson. You know, it was a mistake by all. Who? You mean Douglas? Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, the fucking gooner gram. Smoke of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Fucking United! Fucking Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, my co-host, he's graduated from a man bun to a fucking ponytail, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing, bud? Uh, full pone is feeling good, buddy. <laughs> Loving it. Full pone, just like bands. You're going to make that work, aren't you? Oh yeah, full pone. You're definitely going to make it. Court. And of course... On the ones and twos, it's time to finally start introducing her. She's only what? been doing it for six years with us. Producer Mel. Producer Mel, how you doing? I am great. Looking- That's quite enough. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's <laughs> capital. You whom we are available everywhere you get your podcast. And, uh, of course, every single Monday we are streaming live on all your favorite streaming services. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Well, you can jump in the chats on those uh, streaming services because Mel does monitor them uh, during the show. So you can interact with us. If it's decent, she'll let us know. If it sucks, she'll just ignore it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, <laughs> it's at Do You Football Show on all the social medias and Do Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch by email. Uh, Christian's already questioning my promotion. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hey, well, um, Christian, she saw Barbie, so we are all now changed. Or, as I like to always say, you can just zoom your happy ass in or give us an old phone call, be old analog, as it were, <laughs> as is tonight with our very good friend, Nick. Nick, how are you doing good, sir? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Excellent. It's great to talk to you again. Why don't you tell everybody who you root for? I am a Sheffield United fan. You know, it's so great. They finally get promoted back up to the Premier League, only to have the Owls still outdo them. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, we have a beer and a cocktail to talk about because we're not doing injury time tonight. Correct. We're going to run through the cocktail real quick because the other thing is more important. Uh, to be honest with you. Uh, the cocktail is made with Chinola, which is a passion fruit liqueur. Uh, this is 21% by volume, so 42 proof, made from fresh passion fruits from the Dominican Republic. Um, it is fucking fantastic. It it's is really good. This cocktail you did with ginger ale, vodka, and um, 
and put something else in and it. Chinola. And chinola. That was yeah. it. Okay. So I did. Oh, you had some sort of bitters. So I did two ounces of chinola because I wanted obviously the passion fruit liqueur to be the star. Gave it a little bit since it's only twenty one percent, forty one proof. I uh, gave it a little bit of um, vodka, just an ounce, just to kind of give it a little bit more backbone, and then mixed in some ginger ale because ultimately, ginger ale or soda water. Ginger ale is going to give it a little bit of sugar, which is going to amp up the sweetness, which is what I was looking for. I've had this spirit before. We had it when, uh, Mel, we went to the repeal day. Uh, our really good friend, uh, Mary Kelly, represents mm-hmm. the brand. And damn, it's good. It's very good. It is really good. It was good. super hot and muggy today uh, where we are. So I thought um, when I called you today to figure out what we were drinking tonight, I was like, mm-hmm. hey, by the way, remember, I picked up, I got a sample of this the other day when my company picked this brand up. And um like yeah let's do something fun and geeky and yeah you know what's gonna run you on the shelf uh so i don't remember the pricing yet oh very good (laughs) i think you're somewhere around 27.99 yeah it sounds right normally high-end cordials are a touch under 30 yeah yeah all right and what else are we drinking mr Graham? so this is the important bit and there is a we update Mm -hmm. uh apparently the sapporo company is deciding to close the doors of the anchor brewing company uh, in San Francisco, a 127-year-old formerly family-owned business that they bought for 85 million U.S. dollars uh, back in 2017, I think it was. Um, they underwent a package change, and COVID and everything just kind of shit to bed. Mm-hmm. And the brand is not profitable, and Sapporo's decided to close the doors. Now, the update is... Um, that the employees, uh, about 60% of their workforce is unionized. Mm -hmm. And the union is now, those employees are trying to band together and buy the brewery from Sapporo uh, and treat it as kind of a co-op. There you go. Go go back to me and so, a family run business for yeah. crying out loud. It worked it worked for a hundred and some odd years yeah. before Sapporo bought them. So the other piece to that is there is a timeline for the creditors to come in and liquidate the business. Mm-hmm. So that has to be done quickly, and apparently there are 12 interested purchasers of Anchor Brewing Company. Good news so for Anchor is they are in San Francisco. Might be a touch bit of internet money out there. Yeah. Just a little bit of money Somebody. out there. Somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the rent's not cheap. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I mean, I, I think both Zuck and uh, uh, the other one, Musk, are missing the trick here, and either one of them could buy it and be the sole beverage sold at their uh, celebrity boxing match that they're talking about doing. <laughs> I love it. And neither one of them will miss the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, so this is Anchor. Uh, this is their steam beer. Mm-hmm. Anchor Steam. It is uh, an old classic. Probably the first craft brew in the United States. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.9% by volume. Um, and again, union made in San Francisco. If you want something to compare it to, because a steam beer is its own thing, but I would say think of it as a slightly fizzier version of, say, like the Casks Ales that you get yes. in uh, England mm-hmm. or Red Hook ESB, that uh, they uh, extra uh, special bitter, but it's not really overly bitter. It's just this nice, multi smooth beer, little bit of backbone, little bit of bite on the back end. It's clean. It's easy to drink. It's it's an old school classic, man. It's an old school classic. When you when we heard that it was was being liquidated by Sapporo, you're just like, what the hell, man? Yeah. So we had to uh, we had to pick up. Now the shame is is I could only find it in cans. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Mount Airy, my you know one of my biggest stores, if not my biggest store, had one 12 pack sampler left. Wow. 
and it just so happened to have three steam beers in it. There you go. Uh, I did have their uh, Mexican Pilsner, mm-hmm. or How Mexican Lager, rather. How Actually quite decent. Excellent. Uh, I had their, I think it was a Bohemian Pilsner, was mm-hmm. also very good. Mm-hmm. And then they had a West Coast IPA, which was delicious. <laughs> I finished those all yesterday, which is probably why I was yawning through soundcheck. <laughs> ah, that would make a lot of sense. Well, what uh, else do we need to do, Mr. Graham? Always remember to drink responsibly. Excellent. So let's go ahead and get into it, kids. Big cheers around. Yes. Let's keep Mel away from the board. <laughs> All right. So each summer we start with a little series and we call it getting to know you. And what we like to do is we like to do three separate shows and we like to highlight the three clubs that are newly promoted. Yes. Now that sometimes like in the case of this one, in the case of last year with a Fulham and Bournemouth, these are clubs that are coming back up that, you know, in recent memory have been right. So these are clubs we've talked about before. And of course, that is who we're talking about today with Sheffield United and with Nick. Um, and Nick, I want to make sure before the end of the show, you get a chance, you're going to plug everything people need to know about the Blades here in the US, in the USA and how to get in touch with them. But it's been a few years since the uh, Blades have been in the Prem and since you've done the show with us. So why don't you refresh everybody's memory? What is it that got you into Sheffield United? <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's, um, yeah, so I first got into uh, the Blades by, uh, just by getting into the championship, really, I uh, was passionate about English football ever since I was really probably coming up around uh, around 16. I got into it, and um, obviously playing FIFA all my life, you know, I've kind of always been curious, and um, uh, so uh, I started doing research on some uh, championship clubs and um, I found out that uh, Chef United were, born, were, uh, were founded on my birthday, March 22nd. So I figured, you know, I could share a birthday with them. So, you know, why not, why not go for them? So, and then uh, I found they were from the Steel City as I, as am I. So, um, yeah. Actually, it's not surprising for a lot of people to hear, especially here in America, how many people got into their clubs from FIFA? From FIFA, absolutely. Very much so, oh, yeah. like really yeah. got into the clubs from well, FIFA. Well, that was really our only insight back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was coming up, you know, 14, 15, there was, you know, some stuff in the in the newspaper. Like, they may post the scores, but it was in, like, a little blurb. They didn't even have a blurb about the games. They would just have the scores there, and that yeah. was it. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it all changed, of course, and I've said this many times. When, when Fox Sports put out that that pay uh cable channel called fox sports world mm-hmm. that was our first insight and they they kind of it was our first insight mm-hmm. to sky sports news and all that kind of stuff and, and sky sports you know um just their streams of uh, not streams but their their coverage of games and it was that's all we could get i mean we we saw match of the day here before i saw a live game <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you know? Uh, where did the nickname The Blades come from? Um, obviously, you said they were from the Steel City, so I assume that has something to do with it. Yeah, it's, uh, they were uh, they were form they were forming uh, Steel uh, Steel. That's mainly that's mainly based on Steel. Um, that's mainly uh, the, the Steel was manufactured, and uh, you know they built bunches of uh, things with Steel there. So with the ore and everything. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> so they're iron workers, basically, and, and steel workers, all in the. Yorkshire area. Awesome. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and get into the next question. Uh, I already made a veiled reference at it earlier, and I'm sure you've got some uh, rather interesting thoughts about them. Why don't you tell us about who your biggest rivalry is? 
Um, yeah. So our biggest rival is uh, the uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Is uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of difficult for me to say. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, um, they uh, they were formed in 1867. Um, Sheffield were actually the founding city of uh, football. So uh, in England of. Uh, Basically, you had uh, Sheffield FC, which was uh, the first association football club in in England, and uh, uh, they were formed in in 1857. So uh, Wednesday uh, were just uh, were just beaten by ten years. So <laughs> very good. Now, um, now it, obviously they have just gotten promoted back up to the championship. I'm sure you took great pleasure when uh, they went down to League One. Who, who in the Premier League would be the closest geographically to you guys as a team? I would say Leeds. Uh, as, as much as I dislike them, uh, oh, uh, well, oh well, yeah, they know, went they, down. Yeah, they're down now. Yep, they're down they went now. Down. Yeah. Uh, oh God, let's see. Forest, maybe. Forest, yeah, that. Leicester's kind of um, near there, but Leicester's Forest. down too. Well, but they're down too yeah. as well, yeah. Huh. Huh. It'd have to be one of the Birmingham clubs, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably, probably, yeah, probably the Birmingham. It have to be the Birmingham clubs. I would say now. I would say I would probably say Forest, just because they're probably up north. They're more up north, mm-hmm. aren't they? You, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. All right. So, who is coaching the side now, uh, and what style of play do you guys have? I, I remember <laughs> us talking last time when we went when we went um, when y'all went down. Uh, we had discussed those last four or five games of the season. Almost felt like the team gave up. Like, what are what are we to expect yeah. from your style of playing now? Um, and and how is that going to translate to the Premier League again? Yeah. Um, now we have uh, we had Chris Wilder for uh, 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 how long? Probably like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And um, now, um, then well, once we uh, once we had that terrible season and went down, we uh, we got Paul Heckingbottom, and then uh, yeah, when that when then uh, that just transformed us right back up to where we needed to be again. Oh, so Heckingbottom has uh, been handling again. the team since. I'm sorry, say again. So has Heckingbottom be handling the team since? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Now, um, real quick. So you're um, going back to a question here. Your last mm-hmm. visit to the Prem, you had a great season, an absolute dream season in year one, and then a complete yeah. nightmare, obviously, in uh, year two. What do you think this time in the championship has prepared you now for what you're about to experience in the Prem this time? Well, I think, you know, it's, it's uh, the championship is, uh, I always believed it's, I always believe it's one of the toughest leagues. It's, it's not the toughest league, probably in all of England. Uh, one of certainly one of the toughest leagues in the world to uh, get out of uh, in terms of promotion. Um, the the physicality of the league, you know, it's just it's just too it's 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 very gritty, you know. It's it's a uh, not grassroots, but it's very physical, you know. Well, Nick, that also comes with the 8,557 league matches you have to play in the championship, too, it feels like. It's a long old slog that season. Yeah, you got to play midweek, too. So, yeah, it's a physical toll. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll be happy with the uh, 
with the every weekend sort of uh, play instead of the uh, midweeks. Uh, so what do you think you guys have this time that you didn't have the last time that's going to kind of keep you up and keep you going? Well, I think we have uh, new management. I think we have new, we will obviously we'll have new transfers coming in. So we'll, uh, um, but yeah, I think, I think just our, our flow of play is just really, really clean, really, really smooth. They just, they, our players link up really well and they, um, they just really, really work well together. Yeah, it, I'll tell you, and Sam, you go ahead and ask the next question, but one of the things that's, you know, Sheffield was very undernoticed simply because Burnley was a freight train, right? Yeah. Like, uh, that first, yeah. that, of oh, this, last, this, this season, past season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burnley was just unstoppable. Burnley killed it this year, yeah. You look at the numbers, Sheffield was secure pretty safely with about a month left in. Yeah, it was like, only a few games after yeah, Burnley was, to be yeah. honest with you. It wasn't, wasn't much longer. And their goal differential was fantastic. Their points were high as hell. It just it yeah. went completely unnoticed because Burnley was just insane. Until they yeah. reach that FA Cup tie at the Etihad. <laughs> well, we'll get to that <laughs> one. And then that freight train came to a screeching halt. <laughs> uh, so is anyone from the previous Premier League team uh, from your club still with the club? Uh, players that anybody would recognize? Um, well, 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 our uh, best player that I uh, I remember most was uh, Billy Sharp. And uh, he uh, he's now gone. But, um, yeah, we have John Fleck. We have uh, Oliver Norwood, um, Oliver McBurney, um, Brewster, former uh, Liverpool uh, youth player. Um, also, Jefferson as well, uh, another youth player. But, um, oh, yes, and uh, and Dai as well, um, Senegal International. Oh yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah. He was, he, was, he was like the standout player this year. Awesome. <laughs> he was, um, he was, he was amazing. Go ahead and briefly, we kind of talked about it a little bit with what Burnley did and how your season kind of got overlooked a little. But why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened for you guys last season in the championship, and uh, discuss a little bit about your FA Cup round? I mean, you made it to Wembley for crying out loud. <laughs> yes, that was uh, that was a joy too. Um, <laughs> Uh, shame we lost, but uh, yeah, it was uh, that was a fun uh, that was a fun run for sure. Um, you know, that's that's always, I always tell everyone that's my favorite time of the year, FA Cup. So uh, yeah, so everyone says the magic is dead. I say that's bullshit, and Same. you know, it's it's, it's it's never gonna die. You know, hey, you you guys in Wrexham, that match was freaking phenomenal oh, it was, it was, it was, great match. Wild. It was great so match. fantastic do you know how much money i lost on a game oh i know 25 smackaroos yep 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 i know um, how about the rest of the uh, season in the championship obviously you finished in second but uh talk a little bit about how that season went for you oh uh, well we, we got promoted so uh i'm i'm happy so but, great um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm delighted in the fact that we can play in the Premier League again. We can uh, show our face. We can uh, uh, we got robbed of Europe in the uh, the first dream season that we uh, that we had. So uh, hopefully we'll have a another chance to do that. Very good, very good. So, All right, so Mr. Graham, to, ask the big one to wrap to wrap up this section of the show. The big question, my friend. What are your expectations for the club this season? Are you staying up? Are you going down? Is it by the skin of your teeth? Are you qualifying for Europe? What's going to happen here? We will, 
I would say we will stay up. I think we we have the potential to stay up. We, um, you know, I think I think with our we we have a good defense too. So uh, we've had basically a sturdy defense uh, ever since uh, Wilder left. So um, yeah, we basically had uh, we we start Egan, Basham, Baldock, Osborne, and uh, and Hodges as well. Um, he's been a key player. Um, <laughs> And then yeah, we I think we'll, we'll probably finish maybe I think we'll finish fifteenth, sixteenth. Okay, right. good, but comfortable, not like scraping by on the last day of the season. You think yeah, you're going to be probably ex- comfortable, relatively comfortable? Okay. Excuse yeah. me, Mr. Graham. We call that pulling an Everton. So we are in the midst of the summer transfer window, or as uh, some like to affectionately call it, the silly season. Uh, Let's go ahead and chat about what the Blades are doing in the silly season right now. So first off, who are major departures from your club? Because I know in a championship team, there's typically a lot of Premier League youth that gets loaned out. Did you have anybody that got uh, loaned back to their clubs from you uh, from last season? I don't believe we have anybody loaned, but we do have people loaned in. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm not sure. No, I don't think we did. Um, okay, very good. Um, <clears throat> I do see we did get a um, we did get James McAfee from Man City. Um. So, uh, yeah, we got some uh, championship uh, or uh, Premier League, uh, shall we say, royalty Mm -hmm. um, in the squad. So, yeah. Um, Is that that so far your only signing of the summer? No, 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 no. We've had had a couple more. We've had uh, Benny Traore from uh, Hacken. He's a center forward. Um, we had uh, Ben Slamani. I think he, I think he was a former Premier League player, if I remember. Is that the uh, cat that went to Bournemouth? Maybe Slamani. I it might be. I, I don't remember exactly, so don't quote me on that one. Well, my, you know, I might have been thinking of another Slamani. Um, we did get Ray Cadra as well. Um, he was a uh, Brighton. He was at Brighton. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, yeah. All right, so okay, so then uh, the final question for for this segment, then just to kind of wrap that up, what are the pieces you think you still need to improve the side? Uh, I'd say you know Billy Sharp was always a key key force, no matter how old he is. So Mm -hmm. uh, he, um, I think, I think we could get a nice striker in there. You know, we do have um we do have Brewster, we do have Indai, but you know, I do wanna see uh one more brought in just for added security. Um you know, we do have a good midfield as well, so uh I'm excited to see what our midfield can do. We, it was great last season, we linked up well, uh we played mainly through the middle and uh we linked up well through there. So, um yeah, we uh I'm I'm really excited to see what we can do this year. After uh, Billy Sharp leaving the club, not only was he a, a decent enough player despite his age uh, the last time you guys were up, he was also quite the emotional leader. Um, is that yeah. d- 
difficult for y'all to replace? Is there somebody in the side now that is kind of taking that over? I mean, I I don't remember Ollie Norwood, for instance, being, you know, beating his chest in front of the, you know, in front of the main stand. You know what I mean? Like right. riling everybody up. Um, so who, who's, who's going to do that for you guys? I would say probably Basham or uh, I would say maybe Egan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, I, I can Scott really is as well, I think, mean, Egan. You, you, mm-hmm. My thing is you can't replace Billy Sharp just because, you know, he, he was a boyhood. He, this was his, his club. It was absolute know, legend, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. with you. Well, and Egan, you know, so you Egan was with the club previously, wasn't Wasn't he with the club well, when they were yeah, in the, in the Prem? So. Right. Yeah, that's going to be somebody who already knows what's going on. He's going to be able to say to the other lads, As like, say, hey. He knows the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Uh, and no, you're you're good, though, with keeper and defense. You don't think there's any more, you know, like any more signings you need to really make besides striker to uh, shore you up? I would say, yeah. I would say, if anything, we could probably use a keeper, too. I mean, we have Botteringham, but uh, he's, he's, he's been pretty good this year, too. Uh, this year, uh, yeah, this year too. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, well, uh, yeah, pretty happy with our squad uh, all around. Excellent. Well, I love it. Well, that's going to uh, wrap it up, boys and girls. Nick, thank you so much for joining us again. Well, Please take a moment. I want you to plug away, tell everybody um, where they can find out more about the Blades, more about the Blades in the USA, where they could find local supporters <laughs> clubs, um, viewing parties all that good stuff this the floor is yours plug away if there's if there's a blade specific podcast you want to plug plug that too so people can learn more about your club cool cool um yeah so i uh i don't have any uh fan clubs around my local area at the moment but uh you go on sufb.com i'm sure they have uh they do have uh um local uh like find find a bar near me uh section okay very cool um where you can uh check out your uh local area where they show uh premier league matches um uh you can find my instagram i post uh i post um news uh transfers uh basically everything blades related you can find me at blades in the usa all one word yeah that's where we Um, met Yes, that's true. Yes, that is true. Um, let's see. Uh, well, hey Nick, yes. you're in the uh, you're in Florida, right? I am. Yes, I just moved here. Yep. What part of Florida? We are in Fort Myers. Oh, I was just there. You were just here. Well, when? I was close. I was in uh, Fort Myers Beach area. The region. Oh, okay, so my beach area. Okay, yeah, okay. Visiting my sister. It's been some uh, terrible humidity. Yes, very much so. You know, I, I moved from Maryland to North Carolina, and I thought their humidity was bad. I moved down here. It's constant heat. Constant heat. Constant. All right, good. And um, are there any uh, Sheffield United related podcasts that you like to listen to that kind of do very specifically blades related material that you uh, want to share with anybody? Um, yeah, I think I have a, uh, I think I have a few on uh, YouTube. Um, let me, yeah, let me pull it up here. Um, I got a full list of them right here. 
It's a shame, Nick. You left Maryland oh, yeah. before we legalized weed. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, I got my med- I got my med card down here, so I'm always. Uh, oh, I, always <laughs> I always have my ways. <laughs> Good for you. We call it fresh air on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm always smoking, so uh, yeah, that's how I function. But uh, yeah, my um, podcast. Um, you can uh, you can watch the Chef United Way happily. Uh, I really like them. I have to highly recommend them. Um, uh, I, I watch them on YouTube. Um, uh, Show and View is another great one. They do uh, match day vlogs. That's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, um, that's mainly the two that I listen to. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a bunch more that I'm uh, just waiting to discover. Excellent. Very good. Love it. All right. That's going to do it. Mr. Graham, any parting words? Uh, yeah, real quick. Something everybody should try to find out. And I hope that it isn't a um, foreshadowing on the Blade season uh, this year. But did anybody happen to catch the uh, non-league I, I, Gateshead? Maybe. I can't remember exactly who it wow, was. Yes, a very that, small that, club, that but the story's everywhere right now, so you mm-hmm. should see it. Yeah. Um, two supporters, unhappy with the way the board and ownership group are doing things, drove a car and a hearse onto the field and started doing donuts in the middle of their preseason game that had to be abandoned. <laughs> Left the hearse in the center circle as a vague... Well, well, as not, you do, not so you don't vague, take the hearse with you. Literally. Not so vague threat to yeah. the ownership group. Yeah, yeah. All the while doing the donuts, we're hurling flyers out the window. No one's allowed on the pitch, so I don't know who's supposed to go collect those. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that might be a miss on the marketing campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Park the hearse in the center circle, get out of the car, jump into the other vehicle, who I guess was owned by we someone. Always mm-hmm. got to have a getaway. They just scooted right out of there. Just have got they, the fuck out of Dodge and left they, the hearse in the middle of the field. Have they been caught or? Not that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. Hero Smooth of the sailing. Week. As, yeah. as so Johnny Drama would often I say. <laughs> so uh just, it happened this weekend we had nick on today i really hope it's not a foreshadowing on their season but uh fun to see nonetheless excellent all right so later on in the week we're gonna chat luton town and uh next week after that we're gonna have our good buddy brett on to talk all things about the new and improved burnley and finally, when you get a chance, please check out our Drip sack Shack for all the best DU merch. That is uh, pinned to our link tree. Preseason. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, and while Shaq, we talk about preseason, that would we're... be Shack, not Sack. <laughs> well, we do have. You check can out that get, Drip sack. You can get a logoed Sack at our Drip Shack. <laughs> Very good. You could See, also enjoy your uh, placing your order <laughs> while enjoying a liqueur forty three and Tiger Nut Milk. Yeah, apparently, as we talked about on Sound Check. And how does one get soundcheck, Mr. Oh, Graham? Very easy, actually. It's um, uh, patreon.com forward slash do football show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just sign up to that one glorious $5 tier and you get all the extra content. Yep, I absolutely love it. Well, Nick, thank you so much again for joining us, man. You were absolute blast, brother. You're welcome, man. Thank you for having me, guys. All right. Till next week, everybody. Good night. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bread to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. 
Great day, day, the fucking gooner grab. Smoke of a lord, but straight and short. Sam Graham, hey! Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!